Welcome everyone to How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Keita Spears, a.k.a. Hi, Key. What up? What's up, winners? We are going to talk about something that I know all of you guys can relate to. And we're going to talk about problem solving, finding solutions. Let me ask you, Keita, why do you think creating a way to solve problems intentionally, you know, finding solutions. Like why, why is that so important to have that skill set? Well, backstory, that's probably like my whole objective with life, like solution oriented person for sure is my, my type of personality. And the reason why it's so important is because I don't like wasting time on the, on the small stuff per se, when you could just focus in on just getting, you know, what we're looking to accomplish, you know? So Helps helped me out in sales throughout my life. It's helped me out in personal relationships. But at the end of the day, focusing on the end result has gotten me um, massive success in my life. And I apply it everywhere I can. Yeah. And it's also gotten us in trouble. I think we've joked about this before. <laughs> it's uh, created some tension with uh, my wife where there's a big difference, gentlemen, when your lady is venting to you and doesn't want to hear about your solution for her problem. She just wants you to shut up and listen to her vent. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to hear a solution. So uh, I'm speaking from experience because there's yeah. been plenty of times where my wife is saying something and uh, I'm just like, okay, well, why don't you do this? Or what about this? Or like, this would solve that. And she's like, dude, I don't need a solution right now. Like, I just need you to listen to me. And I'm like, Wait, what? Like <laughs> <laughs> definitely has this solution oriented person, you know, it works in sales, works in, you know, the business life, but doesn't always work in your personal life. So I, I can attest to that too, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So uh, guys just shut up and listen and then be, be upfront, right? Ask your lady, Hey, do you need me to help you the solution? Or do you need me to just shut up and agree with you and tell you that that one lady or girl that was annoying you? How dare she? Yeah. She was a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <Total> bitch. <laughs> so do you think, uh, being a problem solver, do you think that's something that people are just naturally born with that skill set, Or do you think it's something that they, they work on? No, I think you use the perfect word. It's a skill. So obviously there's, you know, natural people who are naturally talented at, you know, speaking, naturally talented at throwing a football, naturally talented at shooting a basketball. There's going to be people who are naturally talented at problem solving. You know, there's a lot of women out there that are natural problem solvers. You know, I, th I think back to, you know, the episode that we did with our moms on Mother's Day. My mom was a natural problem solver that allowed her to flourish in her career and that allowed her to flourish as my mother. So when I came to her with problems growing up as a kid, oftentimes she was quickly able to find a solution for me. So I didn't really understand much problems because she was a solution oriented person. So growing up around it definitely cultivated that for me. So just like I can learn it as a kid, someone who's 25, 26, 30, 40, 50 years old can also start to change their framework and how they look at problem solving as well. Yeah. And as you're telling me, you know, that, that story, you know, person, I know your mom. And I think one thing that, you know, really stands out is your mom is like a no excuses type of person, right? Like she just owns her shit. And 
it's really hard as I'm thinking about, okay, maybe you don't consider yourself the best problem solver, or you're just like, man, I wish I was a better problem solver. I wish I could find more solutions because we've all heard the saying, the bigger problem that you can solve, the bigger the payday is waiting for you once you solve that problem. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, I think, you know, we're all listening to this podcast for a reason. Like we want to get better and shoot, if we can solve more problems, we probably can make more money and impact more people. Right. So how do you become, you know, a better problem solver, not just in business, but you know, with relationships, and, and everything. Uh, I think step one is just owning it, right? Like so many times, and I think we all know someone that is in our life currently, um, or, you know, we, uh, you know, used to know them in school or they used to be a friend, but like they were just always the victim, right? Like it's almost like they didn't want to find a solution because that meant looking at themselves in the mirror and owning up to their faults and admitting their weaknesses and where they messed up. And, a lot of times you got to start there in order to solve that problem. Definitely. Definitely. And one of the things I wanted to, to jump on is, you know, look at the problem solvers of today's day and age and look at their paydays. Some people I just thought of to, off the top of my head, Elon Musk solving the problem of, you know, clean energy and transportation. You know, he's building a hyperloop right outside of Las Vegas where this podcast is being recorded at, you know, so we can go to California and LA and same as a, going across town. Jeff Bezos flying manned missions to outer space and then landing successfully without people dying multiple times. He's going to become, you know, a multi, multi, multi billionaire. He's already got enough money to end five world hungers. Jack Dorsey, Square, his problem solving. People didn't have access to banking, you know, so he created Cash App and Square. Now everyone can get access to banking. I can go put this, you know, put that card reader in my phone and go take transactions down at the strip if you want to. You've seen it in real life. These people solved a problem and look at their massive payday. So you definitely want to focus in on this in your business life. Um, but like we said earlier, you know, it doesn't always work the same in your personal, personal life. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, I'm going to throw our name in the mix. I mean, we, we ain't got Elon Musk money, but we solving a problem out here with quest education. Right? Definitely. Like we help people. The problem is people can't access their money penalty and tax free from their retirement account. So we teach people how to access money in their 401ks and IRAs penalty and tax free. Yes, I did just plug us in. So, uh, shoot us a DM if you need help accessing Definitely. the money in your retirement account penalty and tax free, but the quest way back to the value that we want to give to you guys. Um, yeah, man, that, that, that's really, really, uh, you know, that's, those are facts that you're spitting. Um, but I also want to say that there's a lot of other people making money, other businesses where they're not exactly like solving a problem, but they're giving the people what they want. Right. And that's important too, because people want their problem solved, right? Like people want to drive an electric car because they're like, man, I'm tired of, you know, filling up my gas, uh, you know, putting gas. In what do you car. think that means? You know, giving the people what they want. Yeah. I mean, like people want to be entertained. Right. So like, you know, I guess you can say, you know, being able to, uh, you know, Netflix, they solved the problem, uh, with, you know, the whole renting videos and, and things I remember like that. Blockbuster. Yeah, that was I my mean, shit. Man, <laughs> imagine, you know, remember the days where you used to go to Blockbuster and Hollywood video and like, video. dude, like you just knew if you can get your mom to agree to letting you rent, not one game, but two games, oh. dude, it was game over, bro. Oh, Cause now you had two games that you could play over the weekend and you might get lucky to get some milk duds or some other candy in the aisle. That, you're now you're out. pushing your luck if yeah, you get the candy exactly. in the aisle. But, I'd rather but, get the other game. Give me the second game. <laughs> <laughs> give me the second game. Man. I got food. At my, that's when I'm like, mom, we got food at home. Actually, I'll take the second game. Didn't the story or like the the legend, the myth go that like 
uh, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix and then said no. Yeah. They're like, yeah. At home movies. Yeah. What do you mean? That's bull. (laughs) So, but you got to solve a problem. Like, so people, some people didn't want to do that. Redbox, you know, the the ability just to pop in and just grab it with the self-serve kiosk. That's another problem. Do you think that these companies like the Netflixes, the, the Teslas, you know, even Apple, do you think they go into it thinking of the problem to solve and that's what creates the company? Or do you think it, the company's created first and then the problem they try to solve? Man, I, I think the ones that really sustain and create massive income and a lot of cash, I mean, I got to believe, I mean, I, I don't know these guys personally, but I got to believe they're really intentional going into it, right? Like Steve Jobs, if you guys get a chance uh, listen to, you can read it too. I was listening to it on audible, Steve Jobs' autobiography. Um, and that shit is dope. It's 20 hours Sheesh. on the audible, but it is really, really insightful. Um, and, and that dude was just intentional from the very beginning. Like that dude had a room in his house that was just for him to like shroom and do LSD and come up Get with all, clarity, these, yeah, all these different solutions, um, for what he was trying to solve. So yeah, man, I, I definitely think, you know, they, they go into it in intentionally with, you know, let's, let's solve this problem. And then it's got to be scalable too, though, right? Like you might think it's a problem, but you, you know, maybe you're thinking about starting a business right now and you're like, okay, let me just solve a problem. And then I'll be a millionaire. Like, <laughs> no, like, is this a massive problem? Like what's the marketplace look like? How in demand is this, this solution or this problem? How popular is this problem? What are the competitors doing? How are they addressing this problem? Right. And then obviously this would probably be a whole nother podcast. Then you got to learn how to structure the business and market it and get leads and sell and have fulfillment. And yeah, that's a whole other animal. What's up, winners? I know you're getting a lot of value from the show. Pop over to iTunes, leave us a five star review, and tell a friend. Back to the show. But look at like Shark Tank, for example. You know, like the some of the most successful Shark Tank, the Scrub Daddy, and all these little knickknack stuff. They solve problems for millions of people, and that's why they have that massive success, massive impact. Think of it the same way in your business. And I'm sure you know Apple, the example that you just gave with you know um, Apple they go into it looking to solve a problem. When you watch those Shark Tank episodes of those super successful businesses, they're coming into it to solve a problem. And if you can keep that in mind with business, I think you'll win. Yeah, how do you, let's shift. How do you think that being able to solve problems applies to someone's personal life? Like being a good problem solver in your personal life, nothing to do with business, just you know, straight personal life. Uh, where's the benefits there? How does it help that person? Oh, that's easy. I could just think of one example. My buddy, Joey, Joey Sanchez, he's helps everyone. He's got a truck. So oh, by, by, by default, he has Damn. to help everyone move, pick up this, that. Once a third. week, he's getting hit oh, up. Getting hit up all the time. But he provides that value because he always picks up and he always comes through. As a result, my buddy's good in almost every circle because of the relationships that he's built. So for me, how it applies in personal life, being a solution oriented person or being a problem solver, it allows you to expand your network and provide value in a relationship. So you aren't just a taker, you know, because we all know, you know, we all can think of our head right now of at least one or two energy suckers that come around and you're drained from being around them. You want to be a giver in in, in situations because it comes back to you tenfold and it may not be today, tomorrow, the next day, but it does come back to you. So for me, solving problems in a relationship or uh, like your friendships, it's going to work out in the long run because now you've got that trust system and you've got that karma bank built up. Yeah. And, and uh, be careful guys where you're not so consumed about solving everyone's else's problems that you forget about your own problems. 
right? Yeah. Because we've all done that where we're just spreading ourselves too thin, right? We're saying yes to everything else or we're trying to solve everyone else's problems, but we're not taking care of our house. And I, what I mean by that is like our, our own shit, our own body, our own struggles and our own problems. And then that can bleed into relationships, right? Like it's why a lot of, you know, I don't know the, the rate of relationships ending as far as marriages. I think like the divorce rate is probably like 50%, right? Like they just gave up trying to solve the problem because all relationships have problems. If you're in a relationship right now, you have problems. Like that's just the way it goes. But what are you doing to address them? Because that's going to continue to evolve as you get older and, and you grow together and apart sometimes, and hopefully you grow together, you know? Mm -hmm. So what ways do people take action towards this? You know, like if they're thinking in their head, I right know like, fuck dude, I'm not solving enough problems or the problems that I'm, that I'm solving aren't big enough, you know? Is I feel like people are going to have that realization because if you're in a business, for example, and you're, the problem that you're trying to solve isn't big enough, or let's say, for example, your relationship, maybe you're, you're focusing on, on one aspect of your relationship where you're completely neglecting another aspect in your partner's relationship. Maybe that's the bigger concern. So how do people decipher what is the problem that they should do? Yeah. For business, to me, it comes down to networking, right? And that could be masterminds or just putting yourself in different circles to get to know other people. Because if I didn't network earlier on in my, in my career, I'm 32. If I didn't focus on networking in my early twenties, I wouldn't be where I am today owning, you know, quest education and solving this problem, which is the problem of people not accessing their retirement accounts, penalty and tax free. So, you know, putting yourself in rooms and networking will allow you to see other problems because if I didn't put myself in that situation, I wouldn't have been exposed to these other problems. Right. So Number one, you got to put yourself out there from a business standpoint. On a personal standpoint for like relationships, man, like you really just have to own your shit. Like I just got done seeing my therapist today, right? Like I have problems, you know what I'm saying? You have problems too. You're listening to this right now in the car. You're at the gym. You're walking your dog. You got problems too. You know, we all do. We're humans, right? So what are you doing to address those problems? And I'm not saying that therapy is the only way to address them, but you know, for me, it's, it's therapy is part of mental health and it helps that I can get an unbiased opinion. And I think I've told you guys before on the podcast, like the therapist that I specifically chose is someone that is a woman um, and she's a little older. And the reason why is because like, I want to learn how to communicate to my wife better um, because there's problems that we've had in the past that uh, pretty much everything has to do with me and not really understanding how to communicate with my wife because we're, I'm a dude and she's a chick and like, we're just wired differently. Mm -hmm. So, you know, talking through with my therapist and, and helping her understand what I'm seeing and then her telling me something, I'm like, Damn, I didn't even think about that shit. So that definitely sounds like it helps you out. That's one of your your solutions to yeah. a problem that you're facing in your real life. But you got to own it, right? Like so many times, and I know you guys maybe can relate to this or you know someone or maybe you're that person because I was that person. Where I'm like, dude, I don't got any problems. I don't got to go to therapists. Like mm -hmm. therapists, is, they don't even know me, dude. They're not going to tell me something I don't know or, you know. I know myself. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to know me, you know, but that's just you not being real, right? Mm -hmm. You not being truthful. Um, and, uh, you know, just looking at it as I look at a therapist as like a chiropractor or going to the gym, like it's just part of mental health. It's part of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. You got to be honest with yourself. You know, that's what, that's, that's what it sounds like. If you can't be honest that you have a problem, there's no reason for us to be talking about a solution. So, you know, step one, it sounds like in, in solving a problem is being honest that there's a problem there. 
you know, been really look at the problem and understand what you're tackling. And I feel like you'll you have a better understanding of the solution. And sometimes it's just talking aimlessly or talking to someone who's just listening and they can take in all the you know information that you gave them and actually lay it out and say, hey, this is what your actual problem is. Now that we know what it is, how do we solve it? And guys, you take that blueprint, you'll be able to tackle anything. I feel like, especially on the personal side of things, you know, business, it's so much easier. It's numbers. It's, you know, it's a game, right? But on the personal, it takes a little bit more tact. And sometimes it does take required just spilling it out there and like someone, you know, deal with those pieces and put it together for you. But once you know what it is, take the step to make a solution happen. Yeah. And that part's not easy, man. Like being vulnerable and and telling somebody your problems and, and your shortcomings and your faults, like that is hard. Yeah. Like, especially in, in like, I don't know if I'm gonna catch flack for this, but especially when you're a dude, like when you're talking about some of your insecurities and, and how you feel and you're talking to a woman, in my case, my therapist, but like, I just got past that. I'm just like, dude, I, I want to improve. Mm-hmm. Like I want to get better. And my willingness to get better far out, see far out, you know, exceeds the, um, you know, shame or embarrassment, you know, or fear that I have. Right. Cause I have fear just like you have fear, but mm-hmm. how bad do you want it? You know, exactly. if how you, how bad you want it is a lot more than your, your bullshit excuses. Then you're in, you're good. You're going the right direction. That's what it's all about. So, I mean, I think we, we gave the winners what they needed to know about problem solving. You know, you know, at the end of the day, it's, your choice to ch- if you want to solve a problem or not and it's your choice to even address a problem or not so the choice is all yours winners yeah and, and put yourself around other people that you know you feel comfortable sharing some of these problems you know it's really easy to you know when you're an entrepreneur or just getting started or you know you're kind of already in the trenches like you don't want to appear like you're not doing that good so you don't want to call someone and say like do my sales suck like this funnel isn't producing like i'm in debt you know, I'm having problems with my employees or whatever it is. Like you don't want to appear weak, but dude, like the more you shove that shit under the, the, the bed, like the bigger that problem is going to get. Mm-hmm. It festers, it festers. 100%. So winners, you guys know the fee, the fee here is give us some love, share this episode with someone that you know would like it. And, uh, if you feel compelled because we uh, made you think differently, you know, I feel like we didn't crack as many jokes as this one. We kind of got a little serious and, and hopefully you guys felt it from the heart. Cause, uh, you know, a lot of what we share with you guys is just real life shit. What we're going through. Mm-hmm. Want to provide the most value, most real life experience. So we all can win at this game of life. You know, the more we talk about it, the more we understand each other better we do yep winner solve problems so guys give us some love on the review um i think we're like at 30 reviews now so i I really appreciate y'all appreciate that man so keep keep, to 100 keep that climbing give us a five-star review let us know in the review what you liked about the episode that you listened to uh share us on the stories on the ig if you haven't already go follow high key go follow daniel blue um and, and give us some love on the uh the instagram and uh you know let some people know about the show so you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon peace